How many wants to pray for their missionary? Who's going to pray this one will wake up? <laughs> the wedding was beautiful. It was only a few tears. I still think she's only five years old, so I don't see how she got married. But it was my niece. My niece got married. She's the first grandchild on both sides. Supposed to get married next year. And um, he's in the military. So because of some problems with his deployment, they had to move it up to November. So it was just one of those little blessings that uh, God, I think, does for us. That I got to be there. And I appreciate y'all allowing that and letting that, letting that happen. But um, that more of what I'll talk about. Let's look at Psalm 37. this one start lord i thank you for this time together and i thank you for all the ladies that are here and i pray that you will give me the words that you want me to say and absolutely nothing more please help us to uh, reap the reward in jesus name amen okay i'm not um a big old um i'm not your typical christian lady radio lady i'm not going to quote scripture all day and be super sweet what you see is what you get. <laughs> so I, I just talk reality, and I hope that's okay. Um, we are missionaries. We used to be in uh, Romania. I don't know what Mike's already said, so you might get a little double dip. We used to be in Romania for three years, and then God had uh, brought us back to America, and we were here for a while and now in Botswana. And... Um, Being, being a missionary, when you travel, a lot of people are like, oh, you're my heroes, oh, you're great. We're nothing special. You ask any of these missionary ladies, we are exactly like you. We're just doing over there what you're supposed to be doing here. So we're not doing anything any different. And we're just doing it over there. But the problem is, is there's so many that's not even willing to do that here. Um, it's it's not bad living on a foreign field. It's kind of cool. I enjoy flying. I love to fly. You know that sound when you pull a suitcase? That's the most beautiful sound in the world. I love that sound. It means you're going somewhere. Not as great at midnight, but it's okay. It's I I love to travel and I love seeing new things and I mean. I live in a country where we have cattle crossings and elephant crossings. Yeah, there's little signs that say, watch out for elephants, and they really do. Not down in the city, but up in the northern part. And little Pumbas from Lion King, Pumba, the warthog, they're everywhere. They're running all over the place. That's cool. That's cool. I don't have Walmart. Now, that's not so cool. <laughs> and I don't have a Goodwill. Oh, I'm still going into withdrawals. But... God gives you enjoyment where you're going to be. Uh, Psalm 37, verse 4 and 5. Delight thyself also in the Lord, and he shall give thee the desires of thine heart. 
Commit thy ways unto the Lord. Trust him all, trust also in him, and he shall bring it to pass. So I just, just have a minute, and I just want to challenge you with something. You don't have to be super spiritual to completely commit your ways unto the Lord. Now, I'm not saying don't be spiritual. I, I, let me try, try to figure out how to say that. I used to listen to uh, Christian radio, and you know those ladies who get on there, and everything is just so perfect, and everything's just wonderful, and they're such a blessing, you know? I'm sorry. They, I think when the mic goes off, everyone has problems in their life, and they don't all sound like that 24 hours a day. Maybe it's okay for radio, but it, everyone has issues, but everything's not perfect. But if you will commit your ways unto the Lord, He'll give you He He will give you the desires of your heart. I don't think I don't think I'm doing any harm to the scriptures to mix those. What I'm saying is you need to, as ladies, see what's around you. See what's around you. My mission field is in Botswana. My mission field are ladies who, at the age of 25, if they haven't had a baby yet, their family starts hounding them. You shouldn't have a baby. You're too old not to have a baby. Doesn't matter if they're married or not. I don't care. I'm, I'm with, I, my mission field is ladies who don't foresee any time getting married because it is so expensive to get married. You have to pay a bride price. You have to have two huge weddings. You have to buy this. You have to pay for the whole everything. It's just, a wedding's like $30,000. Okay, in America, that's normal. It's not in a third world country. I'm dealing with children who have no father figure in their life, pretty much. And, and people that sit out in the sun in the morning just to get warm. That's my mission field. That's what God has called me to, and I'm okay with that. I, I don't mind walking the dirty streets, but you know what? Maybe you're not made that way. That doesn't make you bad, okay? Do not feel bad about yourself because you're not made to be that person to live in a village. I'm not made to live in a village. God knows who to send where. There's a private Facebook page for Baptist missionary women, and you guys can't see it. Only us Baptist missionary women can see it. And some of them are a little whiny. I try to bypass them. But then some of them say, look what I found in my toilet this morning. God knows who he can send where, because if I had to check my toilet every morning, there would be a problem. I couldn't do it. See, I'm not called to live out in the bush. I, I, I'm not that kind of person because God made me who I am and he, he makes me deal, be able to deal with what I deal with. Okay, But I can live in another country. I'm, all right. I, I'm good with that. That's the desire of my heart. I, I, someone asked me, how do you know the young girls like at West Coast, it's called that's the first thing they always want to say. How do you know you're called to the field? My best description is like it's a craving. You ever had craving? Oh, I'm telling you the other night I was craving blackberry cobbler so bad I couldn't stand it. 
and we were at Cracker Barrel. I said, I think the blackberry cobbler would ask him, you won't have any blackberry cobbler. What, what, what? Cracker Barrel don't have blackberry cobbler. She didn't have red, we got peach. I don't want peach, you want blackberry cobbler? I'm still craving blackberry cobbler. When you have a craving, that's all you can think of. That's what you want. That's, that's, how, that's where your mind is. You know? You know what I'm saying? Choc okay, let's go with chocolate. You ever craving for chocolate? That's all you could think about till you get that chocolate? Okay? That's kind of like the desires of your heart. That's kind of like when God puts something in you, that's what he wants you to do. It's almost like a craving. That's all you can think about. That's what you want. That's where you'll be happy. He will give you the desires of your heart, and he will bring it to pass. I'm good with being in third world countries. I'm good with living there. But ladies, maybe that's not you. You know why? Because that's not what God's called you to. But I can tell you something. I can see the future. I can read your mind. You're called to Pembroke Pines. Maybe you're not called to Botswana. Maybe you're not called to Nigeria. Maybe you're not called to Dominican Republic. Maybe you're not called to Mexico. You are called to Pembroke Pines. It is, if you live here, this is your mission field. Don't, don't, don't come in these doors and sit down and watch the missionaries talk about what they want to do and, and be so proud of them and think you don't have any responsibility. Your neighbor, that lady at the, you, everybody has a favorite grocery store and you kind of see the same cashier every week. Get that track too. You don't have to take up all your time standing there. There's people waiting. This is your mission field. There are thousands of people around you much to see. I heard everybody in the in the pictures of uh, Milan come up on the screen. Everyone is like, oh. You know, there's more in that city than in our whole country. There's 20 more, peop, 20 more million people in that city than there is in our whole country of Botswana. We only have 2.3 million in the whole country. 22 million, I think I saw. There's gravy. We all went, oh, I'm going to go to Pembroke Pines. And their souls are just precious. Boom. I mean, we're all getting homesick. Mike and I and Emily were ready to go home. We've been here since the middle of August. And uh, we see pictures of the people at our church. And uh, we're ready to, to get back to everyone. I miss my dog. I want my dog. But I see my kiddos over there, and, and I see people in photographs that we've taken, and they all need Jesus. They all need that good news, and that's what we, we're going to do. But like I said, we're not special. We're just regular old people going over there and doing what you ladies are, need to be doing here. And from the size of this church growing... Since the last time I've been here, I believe we're doing it. I'm not up here to say, yeah, 
This church is growing. So obviously you're doing it. That's good. Don't give up. Don't give up. Just like you said, um, it took months for the little girl to come to Christ. There's people like that. My aunt, um, she, I witnessed to her. She, ooh, she was, she's a tough old bird. Telling you that, my great aunt, and uh, I, everybody was scared of her. Stray dog come in her yard. She'd just soon shoot it as you know run it out. And she's tough, but I knew she was lost. And I kept, oh, I know I can do it, I can do it. But I was scared. I always scared to talk to her. So one day, I said, Norma, I need to talk to you about something. And she had, since we'd moved away, she'd kind of like drawn herself to me, and I still don't know what that was about. But I said, uh, I'm worried about where you're going to go when you die. And I tried to witness to her, and her head went down, and she was playing in the dirt with her foot. And she said, well, Cindy, I'll tell you, from what I see of people that go to church, I'm just as good as they are. And I tried to talk to her about what men, you know, her personal relationship and uh, she kind of threw me off I could have given up it would have been uh, easy to say well I tried I did my part Mm -mm. I started writing her letters and she would tell my granny I got a letter from Cindy today and granny knew what was in the letters but she didn't tell her what was in the letters. I'd stick a track in there and I witnessed to it. Years went by. Finally, Norma was in the hospital with a heart attack and I was living in Indiana and um, my my mom or myself, one of the two of us called my uncle and said, you need to go see Norma. I mean, we were worried she weren't going to live. My, my uncle had worked with her so he knew her personality. He walked in the hospital room. She's laying in the bed. He said, so you going to get saved or not? <laughs> she goes, yeah, I think I need to do that. Right then and there, she got saved. Don't give up. Don't give up on that neighbor that you have witnessed to, that you have asked over and over again. That little boy that comes by and throws the newspaper at your house, don't give up. Don't give up. Keep asking him. Keep asking him. Don't give up on those aunts and uncles and cousins and grandkids. Keep asking. It would be so easy. There's been times I just want to throw up my hands and say, I'm done. I'm tired of trying. I'm tired of this. No, 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 no. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because he'll give you the desires of your heart. Is your desire in your heart to see people come to Jesus? Hmm? been so many people in your lifetime that hasn't come exactly when you expected it. Things didn't happen exactly the way it was. Be that. Be that witness. Be that person that they know when that time comes in their life, they can come to you. I used to carry my Bible to school when I, when I was in high school. I don't know why. But I carried my Bible to school every day. I went to public school. We didn't have any Christian schools anywhere close to where I grew up. And um, I carried
there's no Bible there every day. And then sometimes I'd get embarrassed about it and I wouldn't take it to school. Every stinking time I wouldn't carry my Bible to school, someone would come up to me, Cindy, where's that Bible verse about this? Every single time. So I knew in my heart God wanted me to have that testimony. And when I'd fight against it, he'd say, Oh, young lady. I realized people people started seeing that I was someone they could come to. I could come. I've been sitting in the floor with my high school teacher and counseling her, and I was 17 years old. I'm, I'm not bragging. I promise. I'm just giving you an example. Live that life. Don't give up. Live that godly life through these people, and they will know that they can come to you. They can come to you. Life is different in Botswana. Um, I do have a washing machine. <laughs> I do have a dryer, though we don't use it at 100 degrees. Hang it outside, it's dry by the time the next road is, is ready to hang out. Um, it's, it's a modern, fairly modern city. Like I said, we don't have Walmart. We don't have that kind of thing. And you learn to live without certain things. You realize you don't need as much as you think you need. And I enjoy it. It's home. It's home. I'd much rather be hot than cold. It's about 110 there right now. And I, but there's no humidity, so I guess that's different. But it is home. Because it's where my heart is. It's where his heart is. And just like you, is Pembroke Pines home? Because it's where your heart is. So be the example. Be the lady that walks around town and goes to the grocery store that has good testimony that people know your neighbors, your friends, your grandkids, your nieces, nephews, they know that you're the person they can come to. Be that witness. And like I said, I'm not here to bash because from what I can see, you guys are doing a really good job because the church is growing. The church is, I can see that just being here today. But ladies, I just want to challenge you from my heart. Um, we're nothing special. We're exactly like you. And I just want, don't give up. I, I, God just keeps giving me that word. Just don't give up. There's somebody in your life that you just feel like it's, you know, I'm tired of trying. Don't, don't stop. Don't stop. Keep after them, keep after them, keep after them. Because they, God can use you. God can use you here in this city just as much as he's using me over there and the others in the other countries as representatives of Luke. But thank you so much for praying for us. Because it's not always easy. The hard part is being away from family and special occasions. I missed some really special occasions this past summer that was going on here in America and I couldn't come to. And that's hard. But in my head, I have decided this life in this, what, 80, 90 years? What's that compared to eternity? No. 
that's nothing. You know, my granny passed away um, about four years ago almost, and uh, I still miss her with every fiber and just but I deal with that, and I deal with the passing. My uncle just passed away of a brain tumor. Uh, I gave him two months, and boom, two months, he was gone. And I asked him, I said, uh, Uncle Bud, I said, I'm going to ask you something. If you don't want to answer, that's fine. I said, what's it feel like to know you're going to see your mom and daddy pretty soon? He said, so excited. You know, you got to keep heaven real. My granny has got time now with her mom and dad she had not seen in years and years and years. And her grandparents she had not seen in years and years and years. Heaven is a real place. And let's see those missionaries around Pendrick Pines and Botswana and everywhere else that have those folks with us. Because this life's short and that's eternity. It's got to be real in our hearts so we can all see that together. I just, I, I don't know why, but God just keeps laying that on my heart. We're going to spend that time together. And don't give up so we can all enjoy eternity together in heaven. Okay? Amen. Dear Lord, I thank you for this time. I pray that heaven will be so real in our hearts that we want everybody we can meet to go with us. That it's not just a word, oh, you want to go to heaven when you die. It's a real place. And help us not to give up on everybody that we've been working so hard for. So we can all be together in that real place in heaven. Help this be the desire of our hearts. In Jesus' name I pray.